And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. No politics. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. I'm your host, Tim Slegel. On the other end, as always, Mr. Bent Washburn. Hello. And uh, later in the show, we are going to be talking about a trip that uh, that Bent made to Brazil. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Now you got to pay someone for that music. You just put the earworm. You put it in everybody's ear. You gave him a Brazilian music earworm. I gave him a Brazilian earworm, which will affect their intestinal tract because I was there. Uh, we're also going to be talking about a drill that NASA is going to be having in the, in, the, in the upcoming weeks. But the first topic we wanted to talk about is Woodstock being canceled. Yes, yes. That's right, that's right. Woodstock 50 was supposed to, uh, was supposed to happen this summer. It's the 50th anniversary of uh, uh, peace, love, mud, and no toilets. Um, uh, the Woodstock 50s investor pulled the plug on the festival because the company was fearful of financial disaster. Yeah. Sources with direct knowledge tell the source, uh, Amplalive, the investment firm of Dentsu Aegis Network, pulled out of it after it got word capacity for the concert venue shrank by 50%, from 150000 to 75000 the reason for the change, Watkins Glen, Watkins Glen city officials said a big chunk of the land would be needed to be used as campgrounds to accommodate concert goers. So, so, uh, so they they wanted them to have a place to 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 sleep as opposed to just pass out, like they did at the last Woodstock. <laughs> I mean, when the original Woodstock, you know what I mean? I don't think it was just sleep where you land. People would... Yeah. Well, I also think I also think is uh, is fifty years ago there was no such thing as porta potties. No. Well, there were by but just by looser definitions, I think. You know what I the, mean? The, the, the little plastic pods that they that they move around to festivals oh, and, oh, and fair. I, I don't think those. I think that's oh, a. I, I think th- a, I'm just I saying. Think that's like a '70s invention. I think you're right. I'm just saying that you know a milk jug or uh, oh here's a little hole. <laughs> Or how about this bush or this weed? That's what it turned into, is what I'm saying. There's that's you know it's a porta potty in a way. Sure, you know? sure, yeah. It's uh, so that's uh, that's that's the thing there. Uh, um, well, I think it, it got canceled. Really, isn't it? Then what canceled it is that they they didn't want it to be like the first Woodstock. Is what I'm saying. They they were insisting that it, it it have amenities and all that kind of stuff. The first one that went through, I mean, they were not at all prepared to handle the number of people they had, were they? Right, right. No, that yeah. was uh, it was it was a, it was a complete accident. It yeah. was uh, they, they, it, it was something that had never been done before. Yeah, it's uh, you know up until that point, concerts were things that were done in little ballrooms, yeah. and they would have you know one or two bands, and they'd come to town and uh, uh, do their little show. People would sit in theater seats, and that was that was pretty much it. And they came up with this idea of doing a big outdoor music festival mm-hmm. that would last all week with. Uh, uh, a bunch of rock bands and the Shanana, and uh, I wonder if Bowser will be invited. Bowser even still alive? I don't know. Maybe I his, if maybe Bowser one of his kids. <laughs> maybe bring in one of his kids. That Bowser. I, what here's, here's, what, here, here's here's actually the funny thing to to, to to put things to put things in perspective. Um, Everyone laughs at the fact that Shanana was at Woodstock, the original Woodstock. Yeah, it is. It's nuts that he was. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, 
Sha Na Na was doing 1950s music. Let, 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 let's give let's go all the way back. Let's say he was doing hits that were they were doing hits that were popular in 1950. This was 1969. That was only nine, music that was 19 years old. Oh, that's a good point because and you yeah. you know dang well that there are going to be acts or they were they were planning to put acts at Woodstock 50 that were there 50 years ago. So yeah. I mean, isn't Graham Nash is uh, is he still alive? I, I I don't know. I don't which one? Which, which ones of those guys are alive? A bunch of them <laughs> shouldn't be, but they are. <laughs> okay, uh, but, but but whichever uh, Crosby Nash, uh, uh, Crosby Nash, Still and Oates. Still, still, I was going to say Still and Oates but it, and Hall. But I, I couldn't even think of Still. Uh, uh, yeah, one of those four. They're probably going to be there. The surviving ones. So, and, yeah. and that's fifty years old. And nobody says, "Oh my God, you know, what are you going to do putting a, putting a fifty year old?" But yet, Sha Na Na still yeah. gets grief for being uh, a, a retro act at uh, at the concert. That is interesting. Uh, uh, there has been an embrace. We've gone full circle. Maybe, but at that point in time, they hadn't gone full circle yet. That was still their parents' music. But now, young kids will listen to. Like my daughter loved Buddy Holly when she was a teenager. Sure, she loved. Well, them. the re- well, the reason is the reason is is that they they don't uh, that y- yes, there isn't that generational thing. My music, your music. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's uh, young people today. It's it's all music, and the, 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 there's a couple reasons for it. In, in my speculation, is number one, uh, they, they 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 learn new music from movies. Mm. And the people oh, who true. actually score the, the people who actually score the movie tracks are uh, our age. So yeah, it's, well, so and they want to make period pieces. I mean, they want to take you back to that period of time. True. So, well. so, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. it, it's uh, you know I'm watching. Uh, I was watching a show the other night that was that was set in modern times, and I, I can't remember what it is uh, off the top of my head. But they actually they were actually playing uh, '80s music as the as the closing song of the of, of the show. Yeah, that that does. Yeah, they do a lot of retro music. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy, lots of '70s stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy Two starts with Electric Light Orchestra. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's so, sometime in the future, I believe. I don't know. <laughs> so, or a long, hey, long time ago. I don't know which one. But, but the other reason, the other reason, is that they they listen to it anonymously. Whereas, whereas in in my day, if you put on a, a, a Neil Sedaka record in your dorm room, oh, you're done. Yeah, you, yeah, it, it's yeah. over. You're you're a dork. But kids today, it's it's completely anonymous. They don't even have to deal with the snide person at working the cash register at the record store. Yeah, that there was a thing that happened, wasn't it? Around the seventies or eighties, that like what is it? Oh, that's disco. This is rock. There were some divisions as you went through time in that music. I just know that I to this day. Oh, am well, the disco and rock thing. It was. It, I mean, that was like a civil war. That wasn't yeah. a generation. That was not a. Oh, you're uh, right. That's within. That the was same not a cultural time. revolution. No, that was a civil war. That, that was, was. That was two different sides. It was. Yeah. It was essentially. It was essentially. You know, blue collar, white collar, yuppies yeah. and oh, yuppies and. The, yeah, we can't get into politics, but it's probably similar. But I was just going to say, I to this day, <laughs> am embarrassed that I my first concert I went to was a Dan Fogelberg concert because I hear that his music now 
It does not age well. It, it And to think that I was a 15, 16-year-old boy listening to that, like, oh, I was a lost kid. I was so damaged. And no wonder my mom was worried about me. Did you hear me listening to that? And like, oh, that's garbage. Oh. Did so it's uh, so so Woodstock fifty to get back on track is not happening. Woodstock, no. it's a, it's uh, it, it is it is probably going to be the uh, biggest uh, thing that didn't since the fire festival. Yeah, and, and that now that's interesting. You think because I was thinking about the fire festival, and I was thinking how bad was the fire festivals? Uh, 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 what what do you call it? Uh, tents and everything. What's that word compared to Woodstock? Probably about the same amenities. The fire festival, you know, as far as available tents and available housing and and all that. Yeah, I actually think it was a little bit better. I think they actually had they actually had like FEMA shelters that they that they, they were did. setting up. The, the and they actually had yeah. they actually had they actually had food service. Is I think people got to Woodstock, and I don't even think they had. I don't even think there was any food. No, it was just lots of it, it, drugs. Is what they had at Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have that a fire fire firefly it's called that was a fascinating documentary by the way the fire i, I did not oh, see the documentary but the, the interesting thing to fire festival in, in in my mind if he would have pulled it off if it would have worked that guy would be writing books he oh, yeah. would be he would be the most talked about person on the speaking circuit is how you know how i pulled off the biggest festival of all time by the skin of my teeth yeah, but if yeah, you, you know. see the documentary, oh, not even close. Not even yeah, close. Oh, oh, no. Fascinating yeah, how far off. It was just like, wow, he was just a con man. But but still, the amenities at, at that festival, about the same as Woodstock, from near as I can tell. So fascinating. And uh, that wraps up this segment. We're back on the rule of three. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, Bent's trip to Brazil. And you can do the theme song there in your own head. There you go. There's your worm right in your head. But uh, the topic right now that we both we both found this fascinating is NASA is conducting a drill this week to see how we'd prepare if a giant space rock was hurtling toward our own home planet. I, I love dr- that space rock. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Large word, asteroid. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not. Don't confuse it with techno music. No, it's not space rock. Yeah, <laughs> it is a space rock. Uh, the drill is part of the National Near Earth Object Prepared. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how long this name is. I'm going I'm to try to read it again. Yeah, you got to do this. It's just uh, I, I, I can't, I can't make a comment here because it's no politics. However, they've decided to call it the National Near Earth Object Preparation Strategy and Action Plan. Oh wow, uh, and, that's and, the name. Yeah, it's N N E O P S. Neops. Oh, an action plan. Neops app. 
dip. It doesn't <laughs> even make it. They couldn't even make it into an acronym. Well, already, <laughs> where they failed. They failed their own drill. They, they just did not run it. that name past the Department of Acronyms, apparently. No. Said, no, it's not a, no. Uh, so the uh, near National Near-Earth Object Preparedness Strategy and Action Plan was developed over two years and published by the White House in June of 2018. Uh, the, the project will play out as a tabletop exercise Monday through Friday at the 2019 Planetary Defense Conference in College Park, Maryland. Oh, that's up near me. Okay, cool. The Planetary Defense. All right. And uh, NASA asteroid exper- experts prepared a fictional scenario in which a small asteroid will apparently crash into the Earth in 2027. So... Uh, I, what are they going to do? Seriously, what? <laughs> you know, even if we know, even if we know it's in 2027, okay? When, when we've got space junk, when 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 it's been determined <laughs> that space junk is re-entering the atmosphere, they have they have no idea where it's going to hit. <laughs> I just I'm it's a Beavis and Butthead moment for me when you said space junk. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know, I was reading in there that one of the things is a thousand mile per hour wind. First of all, was one of the downsides if it hits, and uh, yeah, if that hits anywhere nearby. And, and yeah. the thing I was th- struck by me is like if you knew that this small asteroid is that would affect real estate value. A lot. Like if that news got out early, you know what I mean? Well, I think it, uh, yeah, I think it would, uh, uh, it would probably affect your ability to get credit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, my guess is, my guess is if they knew that was coming, yeah, the mortgage company is going to shut down until after, uh, uh, gone fishing till 2028. Yeah. <laughs> I would be maxing out my credit card. I think my wife and I should both get, uh, you know how they have those games where you get to sleep with one person. If if, if an asteroid's coming, we should get our, our list together. <laughs> Babe, the asteroid's coming. It's... That would actually be a nice app. Yeah. Is that you could you could see you could actually uh, uh, put in your put in your uh, permission slips, and see if any of your permission slips match up with anybody else's permission slips. Isn't that kind of like Tinder? Can you probably just Tinder? <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah, but, have but, a spike but, in Tinder. Like, but it's <laughs> Tinder. But it's Tinder that you that you that your wife puts her fingerprint on too to open the app. Oh yeah, got it. It's so, got to so. be consensual, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just the asteroid only for the asteroid event. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife doesn't listen to this podcast, does she? Um, yeah, well, uh, I hope not. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good point. Okay, I hope she doesn't take me up on that, frankly, because really, no one's going to want me. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna, you're going to have a lot more matches on her list than you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No one's going to want this. And I know that. I really know that. <laughs> Yeah, but it, who'd but want to it ruin kind of their... what, it, what, it, what it reminded me of is all I could think of when I read this article. It reminded me of Doctor Strangelove. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's essentially they're all sitting around this big table in this enormous room, and they're they're discussing how they deal with something that there's no reason to even be discussing in the first place because it's yeah plans it's are inevitable out the window. I mean, 
right? They're well, maybe. What? Maybe. Well, maybe they should talk about it, Tim. Why not? I mean, is it a big asteroid? Or did, how big did they say? Uh, I thought it was uh, a small. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't take that part out of the news. I no. I thought it was. I thought it was good sized. I thought it was like a. Like a like a uh, a fifth of I thought it was like a kilometer or something like that. Oh jeez, that's really yeah, big. I think yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, well, you, you know, if you could see it coming coming this way uh, in twenty twenty seven, it's got to be good sized. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, well, well at really... what point is it not an asteroid? Is it just like a a, a meteorite? You know, what's what's that? What, what point to say? Okay, that's not a meteorite. That's a asteroid. Oh, I think it's uh, it's a meteor. I think it's an asteroid or a meteor, and then uh, a meteorite is one that actually enters the atmosphere. Yeah, so that's I'm what I mean. Yeah, because yeah, a meteorite hits the Earth, but it's not big enough to. Yeah, that's a meteor, asteroid, planet. I think that's uh, that's a, that's the <laughs> that's, that's the, the three sizes. That's the three sizes of a planetary disaster that can occur that you can order at the uh, drive-through. <laughs> well, we should. <laughs> We should conduct our own drills. Here's the thing. They said they conducted a drill. That wasn't, I didn't hear about it. So that's telling me it failed right there. Or was that on purpose? Like they're gone. You know what I mean? What do they mean? It means it means that you weren't invited to their secret shelter. That's yeah. <laughs> we're, we're having reason. a drill. Is uh, 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 We're all going to go to, uh, yeah. Anybody that knows about the drill uh, gets to survive That's part in, the, of the, in the underground. Yeah, they're just making a list of invitees to their. <laughs> and did they do what I would? I, I assume they didn't. We've all seen the movie Armageddon, right? Have you seen it? The movie Armageddon. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think I have. Oh, you you didn't miss. It's one of the dumbest movies. All, all it's so idiotic, but they they go to the deep drill, deep ocean drilling expert. And they put them in astronaut suits and shoot them up and they land on the asteroid and they drill into the asteroid and then they plant explosives in the middle of the asteroid. Oh, that's the, the there was two movies out that year. That's, I, I didn't know that that's, that's what it was called. There was two movies out that year. So stupid. That, with the same plot. And yeah, one of them, the, the one, I think the one you're talking about. So stupid. Wasn't uh, Bruce Willis like an yes. like Oklahoma oil man? Yes. And Ben Affleck was the son who loved his daughter, and he worked for him, and so they had that going on. It was, uh, what's her name? Lived. It was a dumb movie. It was idiotic. Right. right. J- Japan actually, they Japan actually uh, uh, blew up a little bomb on an asteroid. Um, oh, did they? You, yeah, that just happened. This just happened a couple of weeks ago. They actually flew out to an asteroid, and then dropped a bomb on it to see what, you know, because <laughs> it just it would be. It's cool. Yeah, it's like it's like an M80 and a frog. Essentially, it's a very expensive version of <laughs> sticking an M80 and a frog. Yeah. And I guess I guess they collected the dust, and then they're going to bring the dust back, and that way they'll they'll be able to find out what uh, what's what that asteroids made, made of. Up That's a, by blowing, but they didn't totally blow it up. No, they just blew a little crater in it. I wonder if it altered the trajectory. Anyway, this is all. Yeah, so yeah the, you know that's that's what I was thinking too. It's uh, that, 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 you know, that maybe some of these scientists grew up in Nagasaki. Yeah, they were. <laughs> and they calculated, they spent their entire uh, uh, math class in, through, throughout school 
calculating exactly how much explosive you'd have to put on an asteroid to get it to hit the America? United States. <laughs> on the appropriate day, so it'd have that ironic timing. Didn't we do an anniversary strike on them? Anyway. And you know what? I just learned this recently, and this kind of relates to this. Back in the 60s, during our duck and cover drill days with people, uh, there are parts in New York where they gave the kids little dog tags to identify their uh, remains. Did you know that? I did not know that. How, how sobering is that? So we could get an asteroid tag. All of us would have <laughs> free jewelry. <laughs> free jewelry. That's what I want. It's. Uh, I might actually. I might actually uh, uh, put it on a cadaver uh, with good credit and uh, switch switch identities. That, that's... <laughs> You, why would you? Oh, I see what you're saying. That is a no. good idea. Clear your no. credit cards. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's uh, that's the end of this segment. That's it. been around for a while it's uh had a, had a couple things going on bent uh bent filmed his dry bar or yeah taped his f- film taped, my second recorded my second dry bar special. second dry bar comedy special uh just mm-hmm. this past weekend yep so uh he's uh, he's been busy working on that mm-hmm. uh we were going to talk about that but we 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 kind of talked about it when i did mine yeah. back in february uh and also the the other reason why we haven't been around for a while is uh Bent went to dun 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 I did not hear that music once when I was there in Brazil. Girl from Ipanema. You had to hear the girl from Ipanema. I did not hear that either. They didn't even sing it on the ship. We'll get that earworm going for everybody. I like that song. And when you when you were in Brazil, did you go? Ah, I did not. I did not ever feel a sense of, oh, this is, it feels like, uh, well, first of all, I landed in Santarem, 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 Brazil, which is uh, a bit south, I think, of Sao Paulo is where I was, on the Santa, coast. Santarem, is that? Santarem. That sounds... <laughs> Santa, oh, boy. <laughs> my beaver, some butthead went off again. <laughs> I guess so. No, Santarem. And uh, the first thing I see is I get in the, you just, the first thing you notice is that there's a bunch of buildings that used to be nice. Like they obviously had a burst of capital and money uh, in the late uh, 1800s, maybe early 1900s. And you see, and then it's disrepair, all of it in disrepair. Just falling apart. No money. And then I saw, I kid you not, I saw motorcycle cops two to a bike. Two to a motorcycle. <laughs> which is a sign you're that sure, they might sure have. sure they were motorcycle <laughs> cops or maybe they were just homosexuals who liked to dress up? Well, there was there was six of them then. And they were armed. So they were pretty well armed. Oh, okay. And it was, uh, I was thinking when they should refilm chips and do it that way. Because that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Do the whole thing again. 
<laughs> reboot it. But you know a country has severe money issues when the police are doubling up on a motorcycle. It was weird. And then yeah, they were everywhere. Is, they were is, armed with uh, semi-autos and the helmets and the jackets in front of every... There's an ice cream store with two of those guys sitting there. An ice cream... Although it was real hot, but still. The armed guards it, it, for ice cream. The banks, of course, every ATM. I, I, back on the motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I just can't help but wonder... Um, I'm guessing the guy with the seniority gets to drive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And yeah. the rookie, the rookie has to hold on, and sit on the back. I'm guessing that's how. Arms around <laughs> his partner. <laughs> Did they actually do that? Does he actually have his well, arms he around? He kind of had to hold on. I mean, they were zipping around. And then I think what they really—I don't think they normally patrol like that. I think they were just uh, had to make rounds to drop people off at certain. I mean, oh, okay. they have so many places that they have armed guards at in those cities. Uh, it's just, a, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And so they're armed all over the place. And there's certain neighborhoods you couldn't go into. In fact, in Santarem, that first, or it might have been Recife when we stopped there, uh, we had a delay of getting out of that harbor on this ship. And the captain came on and said, no one's allowed to leave the ship at night, period. The local authorities said it's just not. It's not safe enough. And if you're wandering around out there, you're, first of all, with this ship, you're 70 to 80 years old, and you're worth, <laughs> you're worth millions of dollars. This was a very high-end cruise ship. <laughs> and if they don't just take what you got, they'll definitely kidnap you. He said, no, nobody leaves the ship after dark, period. Wow. And there were people, I talked to one person who, uh, one of the other entertainers, she's going along and she went up just kind of out of the good neighbor over a little hill and looked out on just a total, just no money, a slum. And she pulled out her phone to take a picture and a woman started shaking her finger and said, no, no, no. And looked around and told her to put it away, you know, put, put that phone away. You'll get, they'll take your phone at the very least. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's sure, a dangerous Sure. Man. It's one phone is like probably like a year's salary there. Yeah. It's a desperation. I mean, just poor, poor. And But you can, what I was struck by was how much money they used to have. You know, how they had so much money. And I posted on Facebook, what caused this? And uh, what was it? Someone made a very uneducated guess. <laughs> but it was debt. That, that uh, United States sanctions is usually... What the, they'll uh, say did it? Yeah, no. They... Uh, you, uh, the United States uh, I intervention, CIA sanctions. That's always... a that's a left one. This one was a right wing one. The, oh, it was the, the right bad wing? Guess. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. I can't remember what it was. It was... it was just socialism. Yeah, yeah. They said it was just socialism, but it was yep. debt. It was they had leaders, you know, a certain while back that just took in so much huge amounts of debt. And then they defaulted on that debt, and that was that was all she wrote. And they've been struggling under that for decades. It's usually yeah, it's usually a combination of two things. It's uh, it's 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 un uh, uh, unsupportable debt, and uh, the ability to print money. And those yeah. th those two things, I think, have ruined more. Well, well usually the countries the country's going to, you know going to heck before they do that. 
But uh, uh, those two that's things, true. the combination yeah. of those two things usually accelerate it pretty quickly. That's, and uh, that, that's, why, that's why here in the U.S. Uh, we do not uh, have unsustainable debt or print more money than we should be. We don't? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're not being political. We're just telling you the truth. Appar- apparently you could not see my sarcasm face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? Yeah. What? I'm confused. Political. So, so, so it's uh, so a lot of corruption in Brazil. Oh, tons. Yeah, tons yeah, of corruption. It's a, here's, a, here, here's a story I heard over Easter. I have a friend who's, uh, whose boyfriend is in a band, and uh, they were performing in Brazil probably about the exact same time that you were. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and he said, yeah, it was, you know, security was pretty crazy. You know, we've got our own security. Then we've also got, you know, the local police and then the, the DEA. And I go, well, the, the, the DEA? You mean, you mean the Drug Enforcement agents, Agency? He goes, yeah. I'm like, you guys only drink beer. He goes, no, no, it wasn't us. It's like the, the head of the cartel are like really big fans. He's a, he's a really a big fan. And uh, uh. they told us that, uh, that uh, you know, that the cartel owns the police. And uh, that he was, uh, he gave notice that he was going to land his helicopter onto the festival grounds during the show. Jeez. <laughs> and come up That's on stage. That's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> and he said. And come up onto uh, the th- stage. Just come up on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. The, the DEA said, DEA said, we, we can't <laughs> stop him. Just don't, uh, just don't, just don't upset him. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna want to play a solo. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I asked. I said, did he, did, did he like, uh, did he like bring his guitar and plug yeah. in? He yeah. goes, no. And I just came up on stage and shook our hands and. Uh, oh my word! Yeah. Everybody in the oh, crowd was like, kind of like. Oh, oh, oh. Well, well, you know, it, it, it's. I think, I think that the the uh, the cartel, the cartel lords. I think there are celebrities in those countries too. It's why you know a lot of people do recognize that they are detrimental to their society moving forward. I think there are a lot of people that look at them as heroes. Yeah. That, oh uh, yeah. You know, kind of, no. Uh, you know, it was uh, see that one guy. I looked it up on my Facebook. The one guy said it, the money went to the drug lords. That's what one guy said. And then I looked up. It was during the '73 oil crisis. Their military is a military government just borrowed a ton of money. They just took the debt, and then another guy pitched in and brought up the economic hitman theory, you know, that the World Bank deliberately oh, labors yeah. them up with Gave the them debt. money they couldn't pay back so then they could own them. Yeah, because you really want to—everybody wants to own a broken country. It, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the part the, of the uh, theory that I like. That doesn't make sense. Why that's, would they the Matt, that's the Matt Tabby, uh, uh, Mitt Romney economics theory, is that Mitt Romney became a billionaire— by buying corporations and then bankrupting them, yeah, and keeping the profit, yeah, and, and that's just <laughs> it's like, not wait, how it wait, works. There is no when you bankrupt a company. Just no, <laughs> there's that's no not profit. How it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dumb, dumb, and they did, yeah, they don't understand how that works. But the economic hitman, I I've heard this theory before, and there's a book right called the Economic Hitman that that came out about it that. Uh, I've wanted meant to read, but oh well, one day. One day, 
One day. And uh, probably probably a topic for another show in the yeah. future because we're because that's it. That's all the show for today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we do this we do this every week. We're going to try to be a little more regular now that uh, now that our, our our duties are fulfilled. That's right. Uh, you can uh, you can email us if you got suggestions on the show. You can email us at rule of three at timslegel.com uh, uh, or you can go to timslegel.com for more information about me and the podcast or you can reach uh, me bent washburn at uh, bentwashburn.com that'll work i think that's good or on facebook b-e-n-g-t washburn and it comes up and uh that's all for today yeah it's that whole when people start talking like why would the world bank want to destroy a country so it could own the west?